First off, a special thank you to our amazing Patreon.com patrons. Evelyn! Alicia! Kayla! Sarah! Joe! Jill! Kevin! Mary! Karen! Jennifer! Robin! Janae! Anna! Barbara! Diane! Suze! Stephanie! Erica! Tare and our forever first, Trisha. As Patreon patrons, they get early access to our episodes, our eternal gratefulness for helping us express our love for all things Project Runway. And if you are unfamiliar with Patreon.com, well, it's a wonderful little site whose mission is to support creative work. There, you can make a small donation of support to the podcast to help out with production costs. If you'd like to become a Patreon patron, visit our page on patreon.com forward slash the workroom podcast. The link is in the show notes. <laughs> Michael, your look was sewn well and expensive. You may leave the runway. <laughs> Michael D is a barrel of laughs. He's very quick-witted. He's the funny that I wish I could be. For this challenge, I decided to channel the earliest Americans. The Puritan. <laughs> I'm making a skirt out of wool crepe, but it's sort of reminiscent of a 50 circle skirt, but it's got cartridge pleating, which is kind of like the crucible. So I'm not really sure what's going on, but I really kind of don't care at this point because I think I'm losing my mind. <laughs> Hello, all you lovely, lovely listeners. Welcome back into the workroom, a labor of love dedicated to Project Runway. I'm Ernest, and my birthday wish is that every day is an outerwear on Outerwear Day. And I'm Naylan, and uh, I can deal with even numbers also. <laughs> yes, uh, so uh, surprise! <laughs> <laughs> Doing a little switch. Nailin is on an even episode to talk about episode eight of season mm-hmm. eight. So it's you know like a couple of even numbers on in there. And um uh so happy to be back with you all listeners. Um just to remind everyone that you can get in touch with us on Instagram. Um you can get in touch with me. I'm the only one on Facebook on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> and also to remind everyone the cheat sheet is in the show notes i will prompt you when it's time to click on those um there it's a, still a two-sheeter um season where the first sheet is the are the final looks in runway order and then the second sheet has the highs the lows and the safe designers um everyone we are still on patreon where our wonderful patreon patrons are being graced with the ending of next in fashion we are getting there <laughs> JC and I are gearing up to uh, talk about the finale. Finally, yeah, I didn't. I don't remember there being that many episodes. That's a not to be snarky. (laughs) There are only ten, but it feels like there are a million. It's a lot to schedule. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, we're finally doing that. Yeah, and then it's not. It's not bad, but man, I'm. I was by the end of my time, I was like so sick of the banter i mean it is grindingly annoying from the very first episode 
and then by this, I mean, you know, and, and I and I love that. So Patricia has a really keen eye on the the Tan and Alexa dynamics, <laughs> and so that's been holding me over because I've been making up a story in my head about what it's like backstage for them, and that they have had their own relationship arc where Alexa is barely tolerating Tan as well mm-hmm. because um, she's too cool for school in a in a genuine way, and Tan's jealous. That that's what's going on mm-hmm. in my head where Tan wishes that. He could be an it girl like Alexa is, according to Patricia, because Patricia is like an expert in that. Um, and so like she has like this effortless cachet that Tan is working real hard to get. But yeah, that's what I, I wonder if any uh, I wonder if this has anything to do with like um, the colonizer colonized vibe. Oh, no, that is a really you know what? I feel like Tan Tan is an interesting character in that sense because mm-hmm. of how proper he approaches a lot of fashion. And I think in terms of expressing it's very surface and, and very much into how he has to present himself. So maybe there is a little bit of some like internalized inferiority complex. Mm-hmm. going on. I would like to also think that it has a lot to do with, uh, yeah, you know what? That's a, that I think that's totally valid. <laughs> And and listeners, this is the sort of heavily theorized fan fiction that you could get much more of if you became one of our Patreon supporters. Yep. You know, you can hear about this. Uh, all of our conjectures around um, Full Alexa of Chung. theories. So many. And you can disagree with us. Love it when you guys do that. But also, okay, so speaking of um, you guys disagreeing with us, not that you, you're not disagreeing with us, but I'm just saying that I love mm-hmm. it when I hear from you. And we love it when you send us messages. Um, and so, um, again, send us all of your hot takes, your questions, and your gossip, and your rants to us at intheworkroom at gmail.com. And mm-hmm. I mentioned that because last week I forgot to mention our dear, dear listener, Corinne, who reminded us – or actually didn't remind me. I didn't know about this, but I don't know if you or Patricia um, knew about this – that one of the wonderful things about these vintage seasons – is that um, season eight was definitely in the heyday of Project Runway. So there are mm-hmm. recaps all over the place. And so Corinne um, shared that like the AV Club wrote these wonderful um, quippy recaps of mm-hmm. season eight. And I put the, the link for um, episode 807 in the show notes last week and, for, and totally forgot to mention that at the top. But I'm going to put the, um, the link to those in um, in the show notes. So if you guys want to read them along with our re- with us going through this, I thought they were really fun to read. Mm. So, yeah, I'm I am I I remember loving reading them at the time. I'm not gonna go back because I'm be- <laughs> just because I'm 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 probably uh, subconsciously swiping so much from them already. Right. I don't want additional temptation. Yeah, and just to be reminded. Yeah, I. I I didn't read anything about this show. <laughs> I just purely watched it and then just like, oh my gosh, what is all this? And I'm I'm just discovering all of the old recappers, the people who used to write about the show, and even one of my favorite podcasts, you know, Watch What Crappens, um, mm. where they they you know they're very versed in writing about like Top Chef, Project Runway, like there's this whole pre-podcast universe that I had no idea about because I just TV without pity I remember reading yeah religiously and I mean that is sort of the birthplace of 
so many podcasts yes. at this point. That's where people from, um, you know, the pop culture happy hour mm -hmm. all met and a lot of folks who are, who do recap stuff now got their start on that site. Yeah. Then I'll have to read that. I also, I love pop culture happy hour. I love them. Yeah. So much. All right. Um, so speaking of all that, oh, what yes. did you think about this episode? Oh my goodness. So um, this episode was really interesting. Um, I, and, you know, and I, I'll, I'll just kind of uh, say that last week, you know, we had our takedown of Ivy and mm -hmm. uh, on, on the, the, the runway mm -hmm. and kind of heading through this as well. I mean, I just, I just thought this, this was sort of a, like an ups and down kind of, kind of deal with the designers. And I'll, I'll just say, like, I, I was watching this and felt like we had gotten through a good chunk of the episode and only had gotten through 18 minutes of the hour. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, this is mm -hmm, mm -hmm. a lot packed into it. Um, but yeah, but any, but do you have any thoughts? You know, to me, it's kind of a relief that, um, it is a perfectly fine episode. Yes. Like, like that isn't, um, you know, that isn't goosing the drama. I mean, there are storylines being developed. Right. Um, but it's not, um, but it is not a, um, it, it, it's not like a giant crisis episode. Yeah. It's not a knockdown, drag-out fight episode. And maybe yeah. that's because it's not a team well, Yeah, episode. exactly. That's what I was about to say. It's not a Although, team episode. It, it does continue... Like, this is... This episode really was like, oh, yeah, this is the... This is what I remember about this season. Yeah, And I think it's the point, because it's made the turn where last episode was, was like, the moment where it was like, oh, Mondo being willing to admit that he is an ass, <laughs> what has been an ass to Michael C., mm -hmm. is like the defining moment in the, in the season. Yes. Yeah. I, I totally agree with that you know yeah and 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 mondo's like low affect like not making a whole big crisis about it but just being like i was really a jerk to you sorry uh, about that like yeah. you know and and just saying it in the you know saying it in the confessional i was an ass yes yeah it's it's a it's a very honest and um and like a like an honest and genuine and open and flexible view of things I, mm -hmm. I really really appreciated that and it kind of took you know and i really you know just i i just love that and also that it didn't necessarily carry over into this episode either like that's not mm -hmm. it's not like a mondo right um completely defending michael c from everything else people are still pretty much just uh griping about michael c yeah into, yeah until yeah. all of kingdom come um speak speaking of michael c just, but it's but um, but also it's 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 that act uh by by mondo mm -hmm. like that turn by mondo 
puts all the rest of it in perspective. Yes. Yeah. Like it, like it really is, is like, um, cause it's also not about like seeking closure. Right. You know, or anything like that or, or, you know, it's, it's like actually like a straightforward apology and then you move on. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, um, yeah. And so it makes all the other stuff that sort of happens in this episode reveals it for I, what I think is the pettiness that it is. Right. Yeah. You and know, I, I kind of like that, too, because it doesn't it's not it just is what it is. It's not yeah. necessarily an arc. And they're, you know, they're because the editors are busy doing other things. Yeah. So <laughs> I so I guess what I'm saying is that it's like this is an episode for me where there's not a lot of blow by blow drama. Yeah. There are some there are some good jokes, but it's not like like I don't feel like every moment needs to be poured over. Yeah. No, I actually thought that there was a lot more process in this episode, mm-hmm. and partly because you know there is a twist that I kind of spoiled in my my opener, that you know the the essentially um, the challenge is to approach American sportswear <laughs> in a twisty way because not right. only are they supposed to contribute to the legacy of of American sportswear, but they're supposed to also use Jackie O as as an inspiration right um and then on top of that they are to um uh after day one the next well day... what it... hold on to that okay yeah yeah <laughs> wait okay because i'm 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 like jumping on all over the place but i will also say so all right um listeners um shout out to uh our our wonderful our, our lovely list- listeners alicia and emily <laughs> Mm-hmm. And um, all the YouTubers out there who have been helping me understand this thing. So uh, before we get too deep into this episode, I will say I did read the AV Club thing on this episode yet. But my my take on this episode also was was definitely clouded by the ongoing controversy because the celebrities are fighting. Mm. Um, the celebrities. Meeting, mm. um, first of all, Chrissy Teigen, um, if you guys have kept up with this. Um, has been, you know, on a downward spiral based off of some uh, uncovered tweets where she has um, bullied some um, uh, fellow Twitter people um, Mm -hmm. over the past 10 or so years. And so um, I read there's a New York Times article about this. I think there is a profile of this in The Guardian. I'm reading these things. I'm just like, oh, wow, this is this is fascinating about the downfall of Chrissy Teigen. This how long will this last? Is is she canceled? Blah, blah, blah. Then, you know, I have Project Runway on my Google Alerts and I've been scouring my Google Google Alerts of Project Runway basically because I want to know when the next season will air. I always mm-hmm. click on it, and it's always like some like Project Runway esque thing, not necessarily pertaining to it. You know, Carly Kloss had her baby the other day. She's not even really going to be a judge. I'm like, I barely, I barely care about that. Like, congratulations, but I barely care. But then here comes another alert that I completely, I was just like, okay, this isn't. Um, I'm not. I'm going to wait. But wonderful, wonderful listeners um, sent DMs to us about Michael C being wrapped up into this 
Chrissy Teigen controversy um, because he's like, hey, I also want to talk about how Chrissy Teigen bullied me. Um, mm-hmm. And so there, this has been unfurling. It's still ongoing, but it's a very complicated um, story where Michael C. essentially is, you know, I'll just say it, jumping onto this like a uh, takedown of, of Chrissy Teigen. And, but also um, has flared up a lot of other under unco- or uncovering a lot of other background controversy as well that was sort of in the spotlight but not in the spotlight where he was accused um of using the n-word and he you know tried to dispute that and then that, that kind of started the Chrissy Teigen thing where there was a meme or some type of rumor going around that um Michael C was using racist slurs Chrissy Teigen jumps on that um to to you know whatever um mm-hmm. and then michael c released these um text messages between the two of them where he's trying to explain himself but in the meanwhile and this is still happening but there have been a a couple i would say at least two black women that i know of celebrities um who have talked about their personal experiences of being um having their uh, there is a designer who claims that her designs were stolen by Michael C. Um, and there's another um, uh, celebrity um, singer, uh, Leona Lewis, who talks about Michael C. being very disparaging towards her, dropping her from a, um, a runway show. And then uh, the other night, <laughs> I just was in this spiral, uh, caught a Tammy Roman video on YouTube. And Tammy Roman is famous for being a basketball wife. Um mm-hmm where she spoke about her personal experience with not Michael C, but with the staff of them being very disparaging to her because of um, uh, there was like a whole thing where her friend was being dressed by Michael Costello and their people. And they know her because she's um, a famous reality TV star and said, yeah, you should come to us and have us dress you in the future. Um, And Tammy was like, well, I've got a reunion coming up. Uh, on my reality TV show and Hey, t- I'm t- going to tell my stylist to get in touch with them. And uh, Michael sees people were very rude to the stylist and said outright, we don't dress reality TV stars. And this is just Tammy talking about her personal experience. Um, and so it's just, it feels very messy. People being messy with one another mm-hmm. also thinking as well about my regrets about Michael C jumping on the IV takedown last week on the last episode. And mm-hmm. also that being messy. I'm like, there's just a lot of messiness being um, gripped together. And that's what this is very, very serious in, in real life. Cause uh, um, you know, everyone's in, in terms of their notoriety and all these stories that are being, that are swirled around. This is probably like the most project runway uh, drama off camera that has been mm-hmm. around in a while. And it just happens to be around a time where we're talking about the season. Um, and <laughs> it's like Michael C of all people. So, yes. Um, yeah, it's I'm, I mean, and I will admit that, you know, auntie is a little too old to actually know who Chrissy Teigen is. <laughs> You're like, who? <laughs> That's So it took a little <laughs> research there. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, 
you know, and I, I, you know, and I, and I love that because you're on Twitter. You're just like all about Twitter. I'm, I'm on, I'm, but I, but I've managed to craft a very specific presence on Twitter. Yes. <laughs> and a lot of it does not, it, it, a lot of it involves not really getting into dialogue. Twitter is a lousy place for discussions. Oh yeah, totally. It is a really good place for telling people about like cool stuff that's going to happen um, that you found out about. Right. And just like random things that come into your head. Like I'm, I'm pretty much yes. only on Twitter. Like the last time I was on there was, you know, because like y'all know I love tennis and I just had to rant about Naomi Osaka leaving the mm. French Open in the way that she did. And I have so many thoughts and feelings about that. And there is one other person on Twitter who I've known for a really long time. And that's basically how we talk. <laughs> we rant about uh -huh. tennis with each other on Twitter. Yeah, I, I don't follow Chrissy Teigen. Um, I I don't I barely know what Michael C is doing right now. I just I just kind mm -hmm. of know what's around. And uh, so, yeah, so this kind of popping up and him kind of getting enmeshed in all of this. And, and realizing that there's a lot of hurt feelings around the things that he's done, allegedly, mm -hmm. um, it's, it, it, it's very much not, it highlights why um, I'm, I also am very careful yeah. <laughs> on, the, on the Twitters and, and the Instagrams because, well, um, I, yeah. I think the truth, the, the truth that, uh, of it is that um, just because people are mean to Michael C on this show doesn't mean that Michael C is not messy. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. So I like, think... <laughs> like what? Do you have both an things are, both things can be true at the same time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I thought that kind of actually, um, you know, kind of leads me into one of the notes that I made about the editing because at the very beginning, we start off, of course, in Atlas as, you know, usual. And mm -hmm. we're talking about, um, you know, Casanova's gone. And I was like, oh, it's going to be boring in the workroom. Casanova's gone. And I think the editors are also upset that Casanova's gone because mm -hmm. they, they, they said goodbye to him with a wonderful montage of Casanova moments. Yeah. And he's, then, he's good value. Very, very good. And so with this, um, we have Ivy who's talking about um, – you know, being on the runway and having to deal with this and people are talking around it. And she addresses it by saying like, you know, I'm a, I'm a very strong woman. And there have been times where people have told me that I would never make it, that I would never succeed. And if I listened to those idiots, I wouldn't be here today. And then the editors cut to Michael C. Giving Ivy some armchair expert advice. <laughs> where mm. He's talking about like, oh, Ivy needs to use color, opaque is not a color Ivy. And I thought, I don't think these editors really like, not that they don't like Michael C, but it was definitely a joke twist to put mm -hmm. him in there after Ivy's just like, yeah, if I listen to all the idiots who gave me advice all day. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but yeah, yeah. Cause I thought Michael C was very mean. This, uh, uh, there's just, there's a lot of meanness in general amongst everyone. Uh, but there are just like some very clear um, editing around uh, the meanness in, right. in this episode too. But yeah, there's also some weird. That, I mean, uh, well, so to to get into something that I 
found a little strange throughout, which is so Tim gives them gives them the setup that they are um, going to be uh, they're sort of taking as their as their muse um, uh, Jacqueline Kennedy mm-hmm. Onassis. Um, and that we and and particularly looking at um, classic American sportswear. Right. Um, it's weird to me that there's no mention ever of Oleg Cassini, who really is the the designer who who um, you know uh, Jackie O like uh, patronized and and or, or or was a patron of and and. Um, and who really defined that look, mm-hmm. you know, in the early 60s. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, listeners, if you don't know who Oleg Cassini is, like, definitely um, a quick Google image search will give you some really, really fabulous um, uh, looks. I, you know, if you think about, like, when Ralph Lauren wants to go classy, he basically just rips off Oleg Cassini. <laughs> Um, you know, there's, there's a certain sort of, um, sixties, um, sleek modernity mm-hmm. that is, um, you know, really part of the, you know, part of the equation. Although, you know, there's also the sort of seventies, um, you know, Onassis part of, of, uh, you know, uh, her look Mm -hmm. where she could throw on like a men's, you know, um, uh, you know, a men's, uh, Brooks brothers, white shirt and, uh, a really exquisitely tailored, you know, Navy pant and, and look great. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, like like a lot of the things that we think of as kind of aspirational, effortless dressing, um, come from her. Yeah. And um, and it's but it but it is weird to me that there's no that the designers aren't given any prompt about any of the designers that they should be thinking of. Yeah. And and then throughout the episode, there's constantly this thing of. Like everybody is sort of forced to then say, like, well, would Jacqueline Kennedy wear this? Would Jackie Kennedy wear this? I don't think she'd wear this. Or I think she would be, you know, I think she'd be, uh, I, I think she'd wear this today. I think, you know, and it's, there's something sort of weird about, um, you know, talking about someone who was basically six years dead at that mm-hmm. point. Um, in, in this kind of like dress up doll yeah. <laughs> throughout the episode that just is, was like weird, weird to me. Yeah. I mean, cause there's anyway. even like that point where, you know, you come after the you come out of the commercial break and then you, one of the designers restates the challenge for us to remember. And right. Ari comes in after a commercial break. He's like, yeah. So the, the challenge is for us to interpret American sportswear using as an inspiration and she goes, Jackie O in her prime. And I'm like, mm-hmm. was that the challenge? I mean, that's more specific, but it wasn't specific enough. And also we didn't get, you know, we just have Tim standing in front of this, 
you know, this this kind of collage of photos that's right. projected onto a wall with a terrible projector, by the way. So it was like mm-hmm. these faded images. And yeah, there's a lot of reliance on this open interpretation of whoever Jackie O you, you want. Like whoever yeah. you want her to be, and and I can kind of understand if they if they don't want to call out certain designers. For instance, like you know, I've just watched all of Halston on Netflix at the mm. show Halston, where they talk about the hat <laughs> he designed for yeah, her, yeah. and and how that, um, you know, that's, that's a very um, important aspect to you know uh, history of designer, but also something else that she's known for, but a very different time. Um, because even at the end, you know, oh, and we were jumping all the way around, but yes, like she, she lived on this earth for quite some time. Yeah. Um, so then what, what do you, what about Jackie O, Jackie O Nasses, or as Gretchen calls her, Jacqueline, you know, like mm. who <laughs> can, can we be more specific? And that's one of the things that, yeah, I agree was a right. little strange about this yeah. and and that's why you know like the the title of this yeah. episode is oh jackie because like great it's almost <laughs> like she's a cliche in a sense yeah I'm, i mean and that's <coughs> oh you're right pardon me <laughs> um uh you know it's one of those things where everybody thinks they know what they're talking about right. when they mention it but it's not clear that they're actually talking about the same thing yes so Find your terms yeah, so they do some sketching. Um, they they run off to Mood. At at Mood, Tim gives them <laughs> once again gives them the brief, and then is like, okay, so you know, Jacqueline Kennedy. So think quality, taste, style, elegance, sophistication. <laughs> like, and he goes expensive, and I was like, expensive. The budget is one hundred and fifty dollars, which right. is to me expensive, but you know, yes, it's like that, 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 that. It's like these. Keywords explains all of yeah. Jackie O. Exactly. Um, yeah. Um, I, I mean, we, and even in mood, for instance, like we have, um, like like Ivy, who doesn't have a clear vision at all, but at least mm-hmm. has that, which I thought was really smart. She had a color palette. She's like, right. it's going to be black, white, or no, gray, white, and navy, which to me sounds so boring but it's better than what she's been doing but at the same time if you want to talk about sportswear and classic yes Mm -hmm. so great way to kind of approach this if you don't have an idea of what you're necessarily going to make yet Mm -hmm. um but yeah no i just yeah anyway yeah mondo is like it lets the fabric speak to him so he's kind of running around um we hear from michael d that he's super all we hear from Michael D is about uh, is about his scatteredness. Yeah, and getting to the front counter and worrying that he bought the wrong thing. Yeah, he just seems really um, drained by mood for some reason. Yeah, Valerie's indecisive. Um, so they they gather everything up. They get back to the workroom. People sort of get to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we get to find we do get to see which fabric. Um, said buy me to Mondo or whatever the fabric mm, says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And fabric was just like, yeah, me. Look over here. So he, he bought this, and I'm confused. Uh, it looks like herring. It looks like houndstooth, but Tim calls it herringbone. But it is this. Is he? he calls it I, I, herringbone. Oh, okay. And I changed it in my notes because I was like, Tim said herringbone. So. Well, it's not. I'm it's wrong. houndstooth. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, what a relief. 
Contradictive. I love being right. Anyway, so. <laughs> no, herringbone. You get like herringbone is like a zigzag, like if like yeah. it's literally the bones of a of a herring. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Good to and, know. And and hound's tooth is sort of snaggly shaped, like canine. Yeah, like a tooth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, Tim, you know this is just one, one <laughs> just one time in a million thousand you know whatever exactly it's tim fine. has to describe a lot of fabrics every day yes, so all day every day yeah but yeah so it, this is um he found this purple black and white um houndstooth and so did um michael d michael d also um found a houndstooth and um yeah it's just it's a very it's very interesting looking at um this because michael d is like i don't like sportswear but i have sportswear fabric and i guess houndstooth qualifies as that so yeah yeah but yeah yeah, so so they're in the workroom um uh kind of a valerie is indecisive montage yes and i i you know i thought about this because um i don't think we have seen her be indecisive in a sense she is a talker she's extroverted with her process, her crits with Tim are some of my, some of my favorite to watch. I like their back and forth. Um, mm-hmm. and, but it also feels as if, um, I'll just say that, uh, uh, Gretchen and Val, Valerie kind of enable each other's worst tendencies. Mm-hmm. Where Gretchen, first of all, Gretchen, we see her fabric. It's this spirally zebra stuff that I thought was Valerie's at first. I'm like, no, Valerie, no. And then mm-hmm. there's another scene where they're talking to one another, and you see Gretchen is the one working with the spirally zebra stuff. And I just mm-hmm. was like, wow, that's a terrible print. Um, but yeah, they talk to each other, and Gretchen loves giving her two cents to everyone. Yeah. And Valerie loves, well, needs, I think, to get verbal feedback from everyone before she um, does a lot of things. And Gretchen's like, mm-hmm. well, you know, I'm going to give you this really thorough slow talking feedback about your zippers and your piping and I'm going to tell you what it did and what I felt right. about it and how it elevated it and what I think you should do next and then Valerie will take that swirl around her head and mm-hmm. uh, him and haw on it for way too long yeah. and then we, we get like the um, the thing that I was going to propose for um, the the title of this episode which is Jackie O wouldn't wear goth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I and I kind of <laughs> like the image of goth Jackie O is pretty amazing. But I feel like she would, right? Wouldn't she? <laughs> no. No, no, no. Too no, too no. drippy. It's just too much work, I think, goth. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, but who's 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 doing like a goth Jackie O? Is that is that April over there in the corner? Maybe, yeah. It's somebody. It's it's like Valerie saying something about. I think maybe she's actually saying it about her own garment that she was like, I was gonna do this, but then it all seemed like too goth. Mm-hmm. And then Jackie O wouldn't wear goth, and and Gretchen goes, "You're right, Jackie O wouldn't wear goth." <laughs> Like, 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 like Gretchen is just basically mirroring back to people or, or mirroring back to Valerie, whatever Valerie says. Yeah. So which... when she says that she thought her pleats 
made it expensive and elevated it last time around, Gretchen goes, it did make it expensive. Yes. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I think it really did add something to that. Mm, yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, anyway. Right. So they're sewing around. They're checking in with each other. And then uh, Tim shows up. Yeah. And Tim stops off with Christopher first. And Christopher mm-hmm. talks about who he thinks Jackie Kennedy is. Because so, so like when I think about Jackie Kennedy, I think about her energy that made everything so beautiful. And I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. energy so that's essentially just doing whatever you want but imbuing it with however you've imagined jackie kennedy onassis's energy because imbu- i'm like that's not that's not true that's not real right um it's more about the aura to pull out a grad school word it's, <laughs> it's jackie kennedy onassis's aura to you which is very individual yeah. Um, but I but also in terms of the culture, he's speaking more about this cultural thing that they've done actually in this challenge where they've made her into a cliche. Mm-hmm. Um, and so but Tim is is looking at this dress and at the shoulder and there's like this trim that he's working through on his an, a, another one shoulder dress. Um, yeah. And also Tim said nothing about it being a tight dress. And this is about American sportswear. I just I don't think this is unqualified. But again, I would like for people to define their terms and to define yes. what they're what they're thinking and how this fits into the challenge. Exactly. So, yeah. All right. Valerie is next. And here we mm-hmm. have this back and forth where um, Tim calls Valerie's idea of a tight black pants as vulgar because it's going to show a lot yes. of front and a lot of back. And I'm yeah. like, is this before? Because we... You know, you know this, Nealon, that Tim famously hates leggings. Yes. And is this yeah, yeah, pre-legging yeah. rant? I think so. Yeah. Okay. I I think so. I think that Tim feels like it's not those aren't really a garment. It's like walking around wearing tights. Yeah, it's in your underwear essentially. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. So then, uh, Valerie also asks him about you know what about pockets on the back of my tight pants? Is that too, mm-hmm. is that too right. much? Right. So. Right. She keeps pressing him for, for different decisions. And Tim finally says, that's, this is your decision to make. Yes. It's like that, that is exactly like the, like the teacher in me, um, totally related to that moment. Yes. That it's like, Stop answer. Stop asking me for the answer to the homework. Yes, <laughs> you you are supposed to be doing the homework. <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean, and it's kind of the first time where it definitely is some insecurity there, because mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Like she's really worried about being the Susan Lucci of Project Runway, right. yes. and really wants yeah, to yeah, win. Yeah. So she's like, "How can I get?" All this feedback from Tim so that I yes. can do the right thing. Yeah. Um, we get uh, we get Michael. Uh, we get Tim looking. I think at Michael C. Is that right? Yeah. All I wrote is that Michael C. has two dresses. Yes. Because yeah. he he's worried that one dress looks too cock too much like a cocktail dress. Yeah. And I don't remember seeing the other dress, which probably also looked like a cocktail yeah. dress. 
But, you know, I think before we get to this point, we get like Michael D, who is making this weird. Oh, Michael D is, I think, our last visit with Tim. Really? Before Tim leaves. Yeah, because he goes quickly. He goes quickly through okay. Ivy. Ivy's like. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Ivy's yes, making that's the true. pants that she wanted to make last week, I believe, because I heard three dimensional. She's like, ah, oh, it's going to be three dimensional when she walks. I was like, ding, ding, ding. Those are the pants yeah. that you couldn't make last week. And then Ari is also making these draped cargo. Well, what Tim calls draped cargo pants. And, and Tim right. goes, oh, this is the most you I've seen all season. Um, I think, but I think, I think that's later it's weird there's a, there's oh, is there I, another I, point with yeah Michael? well tim does another walk through later in the show no well this is the what we can like michael d is where like we first start we we get the first look at this overly pleated ruched gray sh- skirt right that he's right making. right skirt yeah 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 and tim calls it annie oakley right <laughs> it yes yeah 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 um and and it and then uh like michael d cracks him up with making some comment about like beating children like somehow this whole like snm i know thing enters into it i wrote it down because i thought it was hilarious so (laughs) michael d goes well first of all okay first i have to say that um i call this so michael d's like so tim is like yeah it's annie get your gun um it and i thought well okay he's he's making fun of it as like just not even like prairie leaning towards mm-hmm. prairie but it's prairie costume yeah and then michael d is like well you know people recycle old fashion all the time and sometimes there are looks that people haven't seen for ages and ages and ages and they can be like extremely modern and mm-hmm. i was like well I remember back to the um, the hat challenge where he did this whole farmer motif. And I thought, right. Are we seeing Michael D's true aesthetic, which I just with this, I thought I just call it like colonizer couture. Like it's, it's not like settler couture. <laughs> it's colonizer couture. And that's who just Michael D is. And then he comes. He's just like telling Tim. He's like, well, I mean, I don't want her to look like she's got a ruler and she's beats children right and then it's like well maybe that's the other side of her right yeah that which is sort of like (laughs) tim is like i you are insane and i can't (laughs) like i'm just gonna make a joke with you because i this is ludicrous this skirt like like so bad to to go there's nothing in the prompt that should lead you to that skirt no no, 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 no. At I, all. Not at all. I mean, it's, it is like, it's really desperate and kind of panicky. And I think the outside of what's happening on the inside of Michael D, I just have to say that. And then again, like, and I, I always will miss this, but he, again, he's got that bandana back on with mm-hmm. the newsy cap on top. And I'm just thinking that maybe the bandana is like a harbinger of bad feelings inside or just like it's a like a or like a safety blanket or or a comfort blanket or something but um it's just it's just clearly bad but he loves it and i thought in the confessional he's like well you know people recycle old old fashioned all the time dot 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 but i don't want to go that far back or something but he's like no i'm doubling down i love this aesthetic i think it's great 
Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Anyway, so Tim leaves. Or anything else to say about this back and forth in the skirt? Because we will see it again. Yeah, we'll see it again. Yeah. There's other... I, I mean, there's... That's the that's the main um, uh, sort of uh, foreshadowing of the episode. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, and then it sort of switches into um, they're waiting for the models to come in. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, it turns out that, that everybody that, that not only Michael D, but a couple of other people have really pretty good imitations of the judges at this point. Yeah. This is... <laughs> so, so we will forever um, we will forever love Santino's uh, Tim. Where's no, Andre? No one designers. Where's Andre? That's a pretty I'm concerned about Andre. Well, that is Santino's claim to fame, but. <laughs> But the but some other folks have some pretty good. I can't tell if they're they must be doing Heidi. Um, uh, at this point, but there's a whole thing about like you know talking like like Michael's already talking about the fact that he's going home. Yes, he's like there's that that whole thing about like I I don't know if she's coming in like to make wheat. Right to 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 cut wheat or hitting people with it. <laughs> You're in. <laughs> and also, kind of about how off they've been about trying to anticipate what the heck these judges are trying to say yeah. to them. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we and of course, you know, we don't have Casanova to do this. Mm. Um, and I and again, like, and I just have to say. Uh, you know, we all know this. No one has ever been able to beat Santino's impression of Tim. Yes. No one ever. Could, yeah. N- not even close. So, but yeah, but this was, this was so funny. Iconic. Iconic the children. The best. Um, so, uh, they're, you know, they're, Mondo can't wait for the models to show up. They all show up. People are fitting things. Yeah. Um, we hear the first instance of several, uh, unfortunate uses of the tea slur in this episode. Yeah. Um, which is frustrating. Project Runway loves the T word. It's this season shocking. at least. Yeah. Yeah. And also um, just like, and, and I'll, you know, Mondo says it under yeah. his breath and they put it on the captions to make sure that we see it. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. It's not, it, it is, uh, it is not a good look no. for um, for uh, uh, cis gay men at this point. No, um, the the prevalence of that phrase. Yes. Um. Uh. So there's nothing really big with the with the uh, models except that it becomes really clear that Ari has some oh, yeah. uh, fit problems on the on the cargo pants although the bigger problem is that it's totally the wrong length like like what like ari's association of that length with the with the prompt again is one of these things like how you get there from wherever yeah is is very is very strange yeah i mean because i at this point it's there's a lot of yeah, yeah. fit issues in the back and the front it's just too tight 
on yeah. the, on on that part. But it's I kind of like see, seeing them finally, like what they look like, and um. But yeah, no, it 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 is yeah, it is kind of a problem. April calls them weird saddlebags. Yeah, they don't look like cargo pants to me. I think saddlebags yeah. is a great yeah description of that. It's, it's better. There are no pockets. Um, we get drama with Ivy because Ivy doesn't have anything to really try on the model. Yeah, yeah. And a um, bit and... of like digging into that awful narrative of her being like yeah. mainly a tailor. And um, it was at this moment where I'm, you know, I, you know, again, like, I wonder if any listeners listen to this podcast, watch what happens. But um, the two hosts, um, uh, Ronnie Karam and Ben Mendelker, are, are also those um, bloggers from pre-podcast days mm -hmm. and, um, and which I just I just love them very much and there is this running joke with the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills that um, Ronnie Karam screams every so often like shut up Kyle because Kyle Richards there's a whole mm -hmm. deep, deep joke and Ronnie Karam's voice was in my head every time Gretchen showed up on the screen just like shut up Gretchen just shut oh up oh my god shut we up. get it, it it's like um yeah at this point they um the the producers have figured out that um uh, that that Gretchen's role is ungracious know-it-all. Yes. So as as many times as they can cut away to Gretchen making a comment about somebody else's inadequacies they will do it. Yeah. And her um, and her using like specifically the word like she's a really good tailor. Right. Is sort of like that thing that she does where she pivots. Right. That it's student work. Student work. Like that's Tim um, Taylor. Uh, you know, I'm surprised she didn't say just plain old seamstress because that would be right. Michael Kors. Um, mm -hmm. You know, just kind of it, it, like just internalizing all right. of these critiques and spitting them out um, in yeah. this awful way. Yeah. And again, nothing racialized about that at all. Oh, you know. Uh... <laughs> You know, nothing, nothing to do with any other. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Bikini. No, Ivy's oh, just God, really just good. Be... Ivy's just really good with her hands. Yeah. You know, like, uh, just happens to be the same exact critique as uh, Kini, yeah. who just, you yeah, know, she's like, so oh, industrious, so fast. And that's it. Like, just really, a really, really good technically technician. No Oof. creativity at all. Oof. My God. I hate it so much. So yeah. annoying. Um, so um, we we cut back to the Atlas. It's like the end of the day. We cut back to the Atlas, yeah. and in the women's room, everyone are is are snarking on Ari. Mm -hmm. Where we get a cut to Michael C offering support for Ari. Yeah, yeah. And talking about how great it is, and how Jackie O would totally wear it. This is again like one of these moments where it's like, what, like, it, you know. Just say that like Dora the Explorer would wear it. I mean, I don't. It's like it's like the 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 presence of this actual person's style in your mind. It's such a weird formulation. Like yes. whether or not this person would wear this. Yeah, it's like a imaginary person. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's and, and as such, it can you can say whatever you want about it, but it's you know. Um, uh, we hear, we hear a bit, we hear, uh, a, a bit more talking around. We go back to mm -hmm. the workroom. Um, 
And then what happens in the workroom? Oh, well, Tim comes in looking, mm. looking mighty, mighty, uh, I'll say, um, professorial in this great mm -hmm. outfit. Mm -hmm. A little smug. A little smug and says, designers, today is not a runway day. And they're like, oh, my God, wait, wait, what day is it? Is it Monday? Yeah. Is it Tuesday? Like, what? Yeah, yeah. And he goes, I am so happy about this little twist. You have no idea. You all. <laughs> and then we get and then <laughs> we get a great reaction from Michael C., which is like, when, when I hear Tim say the word <laughs> twist, I want to punch him. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what I mean by like Michael C being messy, oh, right? Yeah, totally. Like there's like that's that's a messy thing to say, but totally. also hilarious. And it's like all the rest of the design, like everybody is so beaten down, yeah, by this at this moment that they're all like, oh god, twist. And no, like, uh. Tim, Tim is just like, no, I see on your faces that you were all uh, upset with me. But you have no right. You have no right. <laughs> because I'm going to tell you that this is yet another real <laughs> world. You know, I mean, like last week, they had to make, you had to give away their design to someone who's going to be right. their quote unquote sample maker. Right. And then this week, you know, he goes, you're going to make an additional item uh, to go with this look. And that item is outerwear and then we have valor who's like um uh i already made outerwear so uh if i already have a jacket can i just make like another piece to go underneath that and he goes no uh you cannot and she goes well because i feel like outerwear and outerwear it's it's gonna look a little bulky he goes i do not disagree with you in fact i was surprised to see that you had created a jacket he blinks disdainfully it's yeah. the most disdainful blink at Valerie. Yeah. yeah, it's a very, it's, it, it is a, that is, it is a spicy Tim moment. And it is that thing of like, um, I, I've already done the assignment. Can I put my head down on my desk and rest? <laughs> You know me in the in the classroom, Ernest. Like I'm, I, it's like when people would go like, "Oh, I already made a photograph that for if if I have something that already fulfills oh, this assignment, God. do I have to do it again?" <laughs> I'm like, "Yes, you yes, do. Yes, yes. Come on. Yeah, you do have to do it again." But also, in <laughs> Valerie's defense, again with the specificity. They didn't tell them that they couldn't do that. They just assumed no. that they wouldn't do an out like an outerwear garment. And she goes, well, you know, and this is later. She's like, I want to do really well on this because, I mean, I am an outerwear designer. And I'm like, well, yeah, that makes more sense why you would have already made a jacket. Right. Because that's right. what you do. And then Tim's like, mm, quite frankly, I don't see why you went out of your way <laughs> to do this thing that we told you you we didn't say that you couldn't do it. Right. But we were actually hoping that you It's wouldn't. interesting that you went there. <laughs> but also, do you get the feeling that Tim is really sick about Valerie at this yeah, point? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. It's like he's done. Um so they they've got 15 minutes to sketch and they're going to have 15 minutes at mood, which is Yes. which made my heart hurt oh, in my chest. But I heard that it's like 
it's like I can't be in a retail. I can't make a decision in a retail environment in 15 minutes. 15 minutes. And also like this, um, again, like having to leave the workroom to go someplace and then come back. Yeah. It's, 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 it's exhausting. Yeah. Um, Oh, but before, I don't know if you ca- caught this moment, um, this like Tim Michael D moment where Michael D goes, yeah, I'm happy about this extra twist. It's really going to help our outfits. And then Tim goes, I agree. And then Michael, it cuts to Michael D clutching his chest and cutely laughing like, oh, yes. yes like, oh. So I, yeah. though we didn't, I don't remember seeing Michael D running around in mood um, this, this second go. See, I think I think that's when he gets the houndstooth. Oh, I oh. think it's so. The and, cut was weird. So it must and, have been a weird edit. Yeah, and I think it's. Be, I think he gets it because he saw Mondo. <gasps> no. Oh. Hmm. I mean, just to say, like the the houndstooth is what ends up as his outerwear. Yeah, that's a wow. That's a. Oh man, I believe that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Oh wow, so many people got else too." Yeah. All right. Um. So so they get over to Mood, and yeah. they're all like kind of running around, and my favorite moment happens, mm-hmm. which is that Michael C is like goes to grab a bolt of fabric mm-hmm. that's sticking out of <laughs> of the. Uh, um uh, that's sticking out from the wall yeah and gets told by gretchen like oh no that's mine that's i've already picked that out Mm -hmm. and and i wrote down he that michael c should have known that because it's fucking camel (laughs) 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 and and i won't say that that gretchen has urinated on every bolt of camel fabric (laughs) in mood but definitely has a claim on (laughs) It's all mine. And I'm thinking, like, take it. Let her take it. Let her have it. My God. <laughs> Just come on. And I'm pretty sure Michael only saw it and thought of it because it was already kind of halfway pulled out. Yeah, like, exactly. Oh, look. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, but less it's like, work. <laughs> also, oh, fucking camel. Talk about uh, camel. Um, Chris is going to, just kidding. Like, I don't know. That was not a great yes, segue. Yes, yes. No, this skin. is a good segue. But, go. Um, Chris go, is go. making a shrug. Christopher. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because, again, he's made this one-shouldered tight dress. Um, mm-hmm. And he's like, what do I do with this? And he's looking for stuff, and he can't find anything, apparently, in faux fur. So he's going mm-hmm. to real animal skin and goes to that section. And he's like, ah, oh, I feel bad. And there's a quick cut to swatch. Uh-huh. I feel like Swatch isn't offended by Christopher picking out hides at all. I feel like Swatch only cares about Tim. He doesn't care about you, Christopher. He's not looking. Swatch is not looking yeah. at Christopher. Swatch is basically just following Tim around. Yeah. But um, but also, I I don't know if this maybe is the first time we've ever seen anyone use skins since Stella. I guess. I mean, have, people, use, people use leather at I, people pick up leather at, at mood all the time, I think. Okay, yeah. Usually just in bit. I mean, Gretchen has used it a bunch. Oh, that's this right. season. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah. But I guess Chris yeah, yeah. is feeling a but little... But nobody buys a hide. Nobody nobody gets anything that still has the fur on it. 
Oh, interesting. That's what's go. That's what's going on there. He's not just he's he's buying something that that still has yeah. Um the uh, the animals uh fur because the faux fur all looks so cheap. Yeah, yeah. I mean, which you know, yeah, good on him for not buying like faux fur. I I mean not not from an ecological point of view mm-hmm. or a cruelty point of view but but more that that has nothing to do with american sports fair so yes. it's like so even the fact that he's sort of buying this hide is like a really weird decision but yes definitely faux fur wouldn't have made any sense yeah i mean well tim did say expensive so does that count i don't know <laughs> uh, yeah i guess i don't know so yeah, I mean, thinking about like what hides cost there, that probably was pretty much his budget. That, they had yeah, a, another it. 150 bucks. So yeah. yeah. Um, back into the workroom. So um, they go back to the workroom. Um, Gretchen, like once again, people are sort of convening around the sewing room, and they're mm-hmm. dis- dishing on Michael C. And, uh, um, yeah, it's like Val is like. Valerie's like, I'm an outerwear designer. Um, and and then we have like Mondo who's trying out Dolman sleeves that mm-hmm. are actually eventually don't work. And so right. he, has, he has to do it over again. Um, and then we also have like Michael C. I, and yeah, Michael C. Who's also making multiple, multiple outfits. I think another dress and a, and yeah. a couple of jackets, but. Yeah. And I'll just say that yeah. um, as a side note. So I again, I love this twist because I love outerwear. I just wish that there was solely an outerwear um, challenge where they just made um, a jacket. That's it. And I that has mm-hmm. happened in, in past episodes. But um, to give them a, a couple of days, it's like I wish I could have seen more from them, yes. which is fine. Um, but also I'll just, you know, shout out to my new uh, rain jacket that I love. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll just say that because it's been slightly too warm to wear it. But if it drops below 72 outside, I'm putting that sucker on because that's just how much I love outerwear. And I love this jacket. I'm just like, I just have been praying for colder weather because I'm like, mm, I want to just, anyway, I, yeah, just, I love this new jacket that I got. So just, yeah, just, Aww. just thinking about it anyway. Um, all right, so Tim comes in <laughs> mm-hmm. and first goes to Valerie, who's talking a mile a minute. Um, Tim is very worried about her time, uh, but she's made a vest. Right. She and... made the top into a vest. Yeah. She's making a jacket. She's um, she's ditching her pants in favor of a skirt. Mm-hmm. Tim's anxious about getting all of that done. Yeah, because it's just basically a, a, you know, two extra pieces that mm-hmm. she's got to make. Yeah. Right. Um, None of this really has, like, the music of doom. Like, even though everybody's got issues, mm-hmm. it's nothing is, like, given, like, the intense, like, you know, the soundtrack drops to silence and, and you know and the scary and, violins come in yeah exactly dun, dun, so dun, 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 dun. it's you know yeah. it's 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 a little bit of hustle and bustle yeah also something that i wanted to say at the top like i can't believe that we still have nine designers oh is like that doesn't lot? that just 
it just feels like a like a lot at this point like you know it's we're sort of in the in the midpoint in the season where it's like oh my god this season feels like it's going on for a long time yeah and but, i wonder if it's because there are still some people who definitely need to just go yeah like i'm i'm ready for christopher to go i think yes. i think he's great fine but i just don't i'm just like all right i'm ready and yeah. and also like michael drummond um here who mm-hmm. you know i just it's it's i think it's kind of maybe very heavy against like the or uh, yeah and now even like ari i'm like ari has done really well but even for, but not consistently well and so there right. aren't like a really consistent group of people i think who are just like like any of you guys could go home like april could go home any day yeah so. it's a little it's a little up and down maybe yeah um are yeah uh, so next so is we Michael get, Drummond, right? Who a, has a great read on Tim? Uh-huh. <laughs> I thought, where he has like uh-huh. he has like the Tim concern gauge, mm-hmm. which basically is how much Tim's how how much of Tim's how much Tim is obscuring his own face with his hand. <laughs> like basically, the higher Tim's hand goes, the more freaked out tim is oh yeah and and tim's hand is basically you know tim's basically hiding his eyes behind his hand as he talks to to michael d yeah what's hilarious about this is that michael is so self-aware but it doesn't mean he's gonna change a damn thing because tim's like (laughs) tim comes over and goes all right i have to talk to you about the outerwear because that's the new twist but i really want to see where this skirt is going is it in the trash and michael d's like nope I kind of changed a little bit, but it's still on my mannequin. I'm doubling down on this. And Tim's like, really? You're going to keep the skirt? <laughs> it's still here? Oh. Yeah. Because Michael D's like, my mom looked great in it. And Tim's like, she did? Really? Oh, God. Yeah, the skirt's still there. And I don't think we even talked about the outerwear. No. <laughs> because because why at this point? <laughs> like, who cares? Like, what it's nothing <laughs> that, that jacket did look bad you um, know he goes over and talks to michael c who has oh. made like 10 things i it's exhausting to even talk about it <laughs> yeah 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 and and, and I, tim is like what's what is your fucking problem i know and but here it is now we understand how michael how michael c works he doesn't know how to make patterns right he doesn't design beforehand he makes the things he comes up with them he drapes he makes the things and then he decides what isn't working and he makes something else yes that's basically his working method he has a bunch of he has he can sew quickly yeah and uh and it's all in his head okay right so that makes that makes sense if he was a film editor it would basically (laughs) be like well i I never storyboard i just shoot and then i figure out what i need to cut out to get the scene yeah it is a really exhausting way to to work or i would just say as an outsider looking in it's very it's a lot of work but no yeah that is a method that is a way and it's worked for him and that's the and and i think that's the thing that probably is infuriating to 
um, a bunch of the other designers. Yeah. It's like, and I wonder if a part of it too is kind of wanting a little bit of recognition that he's made a lot of pieces of clothes. So not even just like, these are my sketches in real life, but also look at all the work I did. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, look at all the work. Is it crazy that I made all these things and people are like, yeah, it is crazy. Could you stop it, please? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, by this time, you know, of course you're going to do this. You've made like six things. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, and also this so, is where um Tim also looks at Ari's uh outfit. Yeah. And Tim and says something that I think is really significant where it's like this is the most you've this is the most you you've been this whole season. You just have mm-hmm. to fix that crotch because Jackie Kennedy would not have, have camel, a camel toe. toe. Not have not not wear goth, not have camel toe. But I think that's um I think it's uh, this is also Tim's way of saying uh, I have nothing to say to you Mm. to say like, well, this is the most you've been all season. Well, this is certainly you. Yes. (laughs) It, which is like that the assignment isn't to be you, but, but this is you. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And so I think that there's it, it, it's, it's that, um, like, there's no advice I could give you to to shield you from the um, from the critiques that are coming. Mm-hmm. But um, at least make sure that you deal with the fit. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's a pretty safe bet. Yeah. So we go back to Atlas. Back this was Atlas. a lot of back and forth. <laughs> I know. Um, it's like the next morning. Mondo's dressed um, in like what I just like sequins and suspenders. Yeah, he he's got a, what what seems to be a kind of Josephine Baker mm-hmm. inspired look, and there's um, a weird moment where Michael D <laughs> asks him to tap dance. Yeah, he was like, do a tap dance. And Mono's like, no. He goes, like, come on, I'll give you a dollar. Mono's like, okay. <laughs> just... And 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 knocks out a little tap dance, by which I, there, probably there was like a big discussion that we didn't see on camera of Mondo actually knowing how to tap dance and <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Um, but there's something a little weird. Like when Mondo says it's like, oh, this is inspired by the Cotton Club. And uh-huh. then like, you know, white Michael D is like, oh, tap dance for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's a little weird. Cotton Club famously <laughs> segregated, didn't allow black people to, or uh, wouldn't allow non-white people to patronize it, but would love for the non-white people to get on the stage and perform, essentially. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what, what it was. was. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's uh that's what they recreated on our screen. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Unbeknownst to them. Um, uh, okay, so <laughs> we go. Also, quick note: um, Mondo calling Michael D the most artistic designer in the competition. Hmm. I would. I, I. I mean, I guess I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's that is a that is a take. I'll say well, it's not right or wrong. It it just was something that I noted. It's like I don't agree with him, but okay, <laughs> fine. Like, that's your take. I mean, it's it's a relief from everybody else being like, oh, this person stinks or that person stinks. 
Yeah, totally. You know? Um, all right. Um, back to the workroom. And Tim gives them the rundown because this is the real runway day. No more twists. Yes. Um, I have in my notes, shut up Gretchen again. I don't remember why. And um, because it because it's generally applicable, I think there's some other moment where Gretchen is going off or or is shown to be going off about something. You notice that we've seen we've spent no time with Gretchen's clothes. No time. Only and it was only I only know what fabric she used because she was in the vicinity of Valerie during one right. of their talk backs and forth with you know right. Ugh. Yeah, um, no, no idea how she's going to use that camel that she used, uh, that she, that she bought, of course, Um, even the editors. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Spending time on that. But it is time for the runway. Any, any, any thoughts running up to the runway? No, we get, um, uh, we get to find out that Scott Patrick is probably really tired of making smoky eyes. (laughs) (laughs) The I one, love that interpretation. The one moment that we see in the, in, in the um, he goes to like what looks like a step and repeat, and just like I'll just here. I, I just remember, <laughs> I just remember him waving his hand in front of the step and repeat. I'm like, what is, what is, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you, gonna, are you gonna draw on the step and repeat? Why? Yeah, it's, he's like does a weird like finger painting thing, um, and uh, and. Uh, and also it's like, don't, I don't think of Jacqueline Onassis with a smoky eye. No, barely any makeup. Yeah. Or where is Jackie O going? Maybe that also can be more specific. (laughs) Maybe if she would go into Studio 54. She's going to the goth camel toe festival. I don't know. (laughs) All right. Um, uh, Michael D works right up to the last second, mm-hmm. um, and then it's down to the runway. And uh, yeah, we have our normal judges: um, mm-hmm. Nina Garcia, Michael Kors, and January Jones. Yep, as our special guest judge uh, person. And of course, listeners, this is where you can click on the link in the show notes to pull up the cheat sheet for this for this episode and um all right great so let's get into it i think i said so did i say some I, yeah i just thought snarky thoughts about january jones um because i don't really i guess this is Mad Men time i don't really remember i guess who is she that is. oh it, was she did she play um uh don draper's wife on i guess she did i never i don't know I've i didn't really watch show. Mad Men, yeah. so Sorry, guys. Um, anyway, so she's there. She's famous. Um, has nothing to do with Jackie O. She didn't play Jackie O in a movie. Um, isn't inspired by her, but I guess we all are supposed to be. This just goes yes. without question. So, all right. First, we have Christopher. Mm-hmm. Um, I do not like anything about this look. Mm-hmm. I don't like the color. It's so boring. I don't even care about the sleeve. Um, it doesn't feel like sportswear to me. Um, I yeah. think Christopher made whatever he wanted and also put a buckle on her for some reason. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, everything is the same color. Like it's the color of the model, the color of the model's hair. And then you have the shrug that he made half heartedly. 
So using this these expensive skins to make this awful outerwear. Yeah, look. it's it's all beige. He basically made a a a hood. It's not really even a shrug. It's he made like a a a skin hood for her. Yeah, it's all beige. Mm -hmm. Dull. Next is April. Next is April. Who, what do you think about this? We didn't really see that much of either, except for April's commentary on people. But April yeah. says, I love a pencil skirt. What? It's really surprising coming from April. From April. <laughs> yeah. but, um, but also kind of nothing of an out of an outerwear deal. Um, yeah, she went for like a sheer... Um, a, 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 a sheer little jacket. Yes. Thrown over the, thrown over the outfit. Yeah. I thought, I thought the whole outfit it, itself was interesting. I, and I, and I liked that. I liked what the outerwear did for it. There's this asymmetrical thing. So it, how you see it on the mm -hmm. cheat sheet, um, you know, with like different views was, was okay. I just thought the garment underneath, um, with the zippered front was essentially just what April would have made. And mm -hmm. that's fine. Um, but not also what I would consider to be sportswear. It's very cocktail, unless that mm -hmm. is what sportswear is. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Because my idea of sportswear growing up was always Liz Claiborne. <laughs> like whatever uh -huh. my aunts would wear. And they yeah. all were just, yeah. And I thought like that to me is what that is. So that's, that's my reference. Not necessarily Jackie O. It's, it's Liz Claiborne. Mm -hmm. Claiborne. Well, and this was I not in that, that section. I, I mean, I think that Liz Claiborne is one of those designers who comes out of that, like, is really influenced by those um, early 60s, you know, mm -hmm. like early 60s sort of transitional designs. Yeah. I mean, so because what, what did you think of April's? It's it's not much. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Um. Next is Ivy. Next is Ivy, who kind of nails it. I mean, well, gets closest in terms of overall effect, I think. Same. Like, in term, like gets closest to the Jacqueline Onassis part of the assignment. Although I think that the the coat is, or the whatever this, an, again, another sheer coat, mm -hmm. not very interesting. No, not at all. I thought the lines in the back were were okay, but mm -hmm. still very fussy. There's a lot of there's a bow. There's a lot of fabric yeah. to this jacket, surprisingly. And I'm mostly glad that she pulled it off because when she said, "Ah, I think I'm gonna do like an organza jacket," I'm like, that never goes well. But you yeah. you're really really good at sewing, so I'm hoping that it looks nice. And it does. Like it looks okay, yeah. but there's just too much in the back going on there yeah it doesn't it looks fine from the front does not look good from the back yeah uh Next. michael c michael c um with like a weird sort of royal blue cocktail dress yeah this looks like the first dress he made <laughs> i don't yeah i can't really yeah, tell yeah, yeah. if this is the first or the seventh yeah i think this is the one that he i i think he did rework it because it's got this sort of like uh, you know, over one shoulder thing happening. And then the thing that's put on top of it is very hard to discern some sort of um, 
olive green, very kind of drab, yeah. uninteresting yeah. item. And also a hard outfit, sort of like Christopher's to put a jacket over. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Not sportswear, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Next we have Gretchen, mm-hmm. who I think was called, was she called like the princess or the queen of sportswear or sportswear head? That's what Michael uh, Kors called her, a sportswear right. head. Right. Um, um, yeah, I'm just looking closely at the cheat sheet. I just thought it was actually ugly. <laughs> yeah, now you know what she did with that camel thing. It's she once again, like, you know, again went for this sort of, you know, um, Dr. Zayas, like, weird throw over the jacket camel I, uh, it's so yeah. fucking boring i mean the way it's cut it it's falling off the the, the, the model's shoulders um mm-hmm. and, and, and she has that like a halter or reverse halter thing where right uh, whatever that neckline is called she's doing very strange things with the shape and then she also um lined something over the zebra fabric on the bottom Right, something sheer over it to, yeah. um, I'm sure, to make it look expensive. Yeah, because um, I, I think there is a there is potential for this coat, but not uh, this mm. is bad. Oh, all right, next, Michael D. Michael D. His uh, colonizer couture. This um, <laughs> weird, like cuckoo bananas. Um, yeah, it's it's. So it's kind of like here's I I don't know why everybody got so hung up on khaki in this mm. in in these in this season. Yeah, I mean maybe they think that it's like maybe that's sportswear. I don't know. It doesn't anyway. Um <laughs> I would like to believe that there's something in about it, but I I just have a I have a problem with everyone's color. Not everyone, but most of the color choices this season, except for um, like Michael C. and Mondo. And Mondo, yeah. Because yeah. next um, we have Valerie. Oh God! Right. What did I write in my notes on this? Like I, this, this outfit. My God, it it is very bulky, um, and uh, the skirt. I I was just kind of surprised that at this this skirt um here but it it's just the colors are the most egregious for me she keeps mm-hmm. choosing this meh purple um she's mm-hmm. she's also wearing this color a lot in the workroom this uh plum i guess whatever you want to call it like a deep purple maybe a plum and pairing it with darker colors um it's it is very mm-hmm weird <laughs> i don't know how else to describe it because i think it would be different to pair that with like a navy blue but there's something about the purple that makes it very much valerie but n- i but in a way where i'm like i don't i don't like the colors you choose I've, i haven't liked the colors that you've chosen again since um the billboard challenge like just yeah not into it All yeah right. what about ari i mean Ari, um, a lot of stuff is weird here. This vest is really weird. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it, 
like where it hits in terms of the um like where it hits in terms of the top of the short mm-hmm. is also weird. It's um it so <laughs> I can I can tell a little personal anecdote here. Okay. Which is that <laughs> I am a person who that you know I'm uh as like like most of the bears of my generation I own some cargo shorts mm-hmm. and when I need to throw something on around the house I will I will put them on and uh I've noticed that um the the pockets on my cargo shorts are the perfect height to get caught on the the <laughs> handles of my kitchen cabinets <laughs> So that I will be like, I'll be like doing something in the kitchen. I'll be like cooking and I'll turn and suddenly I'm, I'm like caught on the, on, you know, something from my kitchen cabinets. This is an experience that Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis would never, (laughs) ever in a million years have. So I would suggest that all of these pucker this is this is the opposite of sportswear. <laughs> this the yes, I mean it is no It's yeah. a long way to go for that, but but this is the thing. Like all of these gathers and and uh and drapings don't make any sense from a design point of view they don't make it's like i i do not get what's going on here yeah so it's so so there's a lot i i i want to say something about uh, about ari later on but okay yeah let's let's know. save it i mean because yeah you know yeah i'll 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 save that too um yeah. because okay next we have mondo mm-hmm. <sighs> okay so on the cheat sheet I had to put an image, the only image I could find with the model wearing the jacket, which just happens to also be sitting next to Mondo. So you can also see the outfit we were referring to. Right, exactly. That was inspired by the Cotton Club. And then you can see the back um, as well. Because this is like the only outerwear that I liked. Mm-hmm. It's the only one. Yeah. Um, and it's lined, you can see it with this use of the purple and then this mm-hmm. use of this oversized houndstooth. Yes. And um, it just, it, this is one of my favorite outfits of the season <laughs> that Mondo has done. So here's the thing that is, that is so smart about Mondo mm-hmm. is the way that he finished those sleeves on oh, the top. Yeah. Yes. Like a lot of people try to mix patterns. So stripes and houndstooth, it's like, yes, it's like you can really tell that the weight of the white stripes in the houndstooth is the same as the weight of the white stripes in the top. Yes. Right? Yeah. That's like that. Like a lot of people would catch that, but the 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 fact that he um, basically turned a horizontal stripe into a vertical stripe to finish off the sleeves, and that he he used so much of that horizontal stripe. Mm-hmm. You use so much of that vertical stripe on the sleeves is really, really where his intelligence shines through. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, and this was, you know, there was like a little bit of the drama with the the look of the jacket, um, the dolman sleeves not working. And so even that, like kind of reverting to a different mm-hmm. thing, like it doesn't work. Um, it was it was just it it really worked out mm-hmm. <laughs> in terms of how this looked. Yeah, I think those sleeves are really, really amazing. Um and and you can kind of see even with the model, um, you know, with her arm down that the the they line up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the stripes line up. Yeah. So really, really, really good. The other thing that happens during this runway is that um Michael D's garment walks mm-hmm. and and he turns to everybody else <laughs> and says and, and says I'm dead. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Like, Bye. He, he realizes that his skirt is super short it's for short. no reason at all. Like yeah. a super pleated. Uh, yeah, when I think Jackie O, I think a really, really pleated um, short skirt. Yeah. I mean, when From I. From her cheerleading days. When I think of Jackie O. <laughs> Yes, no, I, I, I kind of think about her paying homage to her ancestors, <laughs> mm, mm. Um, but specifically, specifically from her high school days. Yeah, um, to be specific about it. I can't believe yeah. he didn't catch that length before the runway, but he didn't. He didn't. Didn't. And we saw him playing around with the length of the skirt. Um, I, yeah, I mean, admittedly, you'd think that they would learn now that when you... Like, from the judge's point of view, admittedly, the judges are on high chairs. Yes. So they're not they're not as low down as the designers are. Mm-hmm. But the designers are basically, like, if, if the model is wearing the skirt and you're looking at them, you're looking down in the workroom. Mm-hmm. Um, you are, there's basically, like, a four-foot difference between that view and what people are going to see on the runway. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, that's the end of the runway. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we ended on a high note with Mondo. Mm -hmm. And uh, they call out the safe designers. (laughs) And it's April, Mm -hmm. Michael Costello, and Gretchen. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're shocked. At least Gretchen is shocked. She's like, "Wow, I'm, I'm the sportswear head. So how can I, yeah, be safe?" Yeah, yeah. So, um, and then we also again we get this moment backstage where I, I think this is where I wrote in you know in my notes that Michael Cazell was being kind of mean, where he's just kind of gassing up Gretchen, um, yes, uh, openly, and then also openly admitting on the confessionals that he's just lying where he's like, yeah, no. Cause I think Jackie O totally would have worn what you made Gretchen. I think you were just uh, exactly. I'm, I'm honored to be up there with you. Oh yeah. I'm honored. I'm honored to be safe with you. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and, and he walks in going like, Oh man, I can't believe I got away with that. Yeah. Um, I think it, it, I think that, um at this point after having been like called out and attacked mm-hmm. enough in like publicly like having that thing where he won and nobody 
said anything. Yeah. Like, like he is like, fuck y'all. I'm done. Oh yeah. No. Like I am done with all of you. I do not care. Everyone's getting their comeuppance. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you're upset that you're safe. All yeah. Right, let me just kind of yeah. say this to your, and it's, it's like, it's so yeah. Yeah. That's, that's definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And you can tell that, that Gretchen is like, Ugh. <laughs> Can't you know? Can't really deal with it. Is no. is there? Um. Right. So the other thing that I wanted to say, we don't have to go. I mean, we've already sort of talked about the garments. Yeah, we're all kind of. But yeah, we've already. But said that. like, in judgment, I felt like the judges were so. Well, there's two things that happen that I would sort of want to call out. One is, um. Heidi goes, okay, well, Mondo, let's talk about your look. And, and Mondo starts talking and she's like, no, no, I meant you, I meant what you're wearing, mm-hmm. which, you know, is cute, but a little, a little patronizing. I mean, I, I was like, I, I, I feel like if, if the rest of the judging hadn't gone the way it had gone, I would have thought that Heidi Klum was just being really playful Yes. And really, you know, like with it and really sharp and, and mm-hmm. kind of cutting. But this was a really mean runway. Oh, my God. That was what I was going to say. They mean. were so mean to Ari. Mean, mean, mean. I just thought how freaking disrespectful. First of all, okay, we're not going to really talk about Valerie because Valerie like deserved what she got. But mm-hmm. January Jones going, I'm confused by your ankle boot and that length of that skirt. I'm like, you're confused. By an ankle boot with on Valerie's outfit. I'm like, all right, let's just move on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just really, I couldn't, I mean, the Ari, I mean, Heidi Klum saying that she wants, she's been trying to stifle l- laughter looking at mm-hmm. Ari's outfit. I was like, you guys are being incredibly disrespectful. Yeah. Pretty much to everybody. Yeah. Do you remember that you do get paid for this? It, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I, I thought Ari handled I, I think I feel like she handled it pretty well, but she's clearly stunned because I wrote I wrote this in my notes where Heidi Klum is like, I just want to burst out into laughter. I just feel like this is so funny. And then Ari's like, wow. And she just whispers, wow. And um how like also the disconnect and I also, you know, looking thinking back to what Tim said in the workroom where it's like, I feel like this is you. Um, mm-hmm. um, and just make sure you get the fit right. And I'm pretty sure she was prepared to defend the crotch. <laughs> like I'll mm-hmm. defend that part because it's not great, but nothing, you don't like anything. And then, and, you know, when they ask her to take the jacket off and they're like, looks like you had a problem with the other fabric, that Jersey silk, that right. silk Jersey too. Um, I, yeah, I, I just, I didn't. Yeah. It like just it. was, it was really really harsh and we hear about uh, you know we hear how christopher's um shrug looks like an old dirty rug dirty rug and they actually like christopher's out that was like the he was in the top i was shocked i was like i'm so confused um yeah no i i and they liked christopher's outfit and completely stomped all over the shrug Mm mm-hmm yeah. And then with um, even with Ivy, like Ivy was in the top, but it also sounded like 
they were so unenthusiastic to even talk to her. Mm-hmm. They say like Michael Kors, like it's intrinsically elegant, stylish, very Jackie. And then Nina Garcia is like, it's smart to keep it black and white. And Heidi Klum is like, yeah, it's almost too much design. And there's like this, they, you know, they did the whole rigmarole of having her open and close the jacket. But, you know, they're like, it's a beautiful neckline, I guess. I was like, wow, you guys are, what is happening? <laughs> like, you yeah, like yeah. the outfit, but it just seems so, you know, the only person I think they really enjoyed talking to was Mondo. Yeah. You know, and um, and I think what one of the, did they say something that I liked? Oh, I, I like what Mondo said about how he chose the the um the textiles and how that was mm-hmm. consistent with the concept. He's like, well, I thought about her because, you know, ding, ding, ding. I have a picture of Jackie O in my apartment that I look at every day. Right. She is my patron saint of fashion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, we love that. Love that narrative, that story of Mike of Mondo waking up, and he's like, "Well, you know, she's always in the public eye." So I thought of using these overblown textiles to play with the idea that she's always being seen. And I'm like, "Wow, that's interesting." I kind of like that story. Mm-hmm. It just happens to be so that you also made a wonderful outfit, and then also touched on this whole thing of like you also worship worship Jackie O, whether or not you're telling the truth. Or if you're not. Yeah, yeah. So, and I wouldn't assume that Mondo's lying, but it's just it was so perfectly encapsulated, and and on a runway where the judges didn't want to talk to anybody, except mm-hmm. for just disdainfully and just like just disrespectfully. So yeah, um, what a what a rough, and that is the title of this episode. Um, it has nothing to do with Jackie O or the um. The challenge, the title of the episode officially is A Rough Day on the Runway. Um, wow. Which is rough. What a rough title. Yeah, when you're like acknowledging your own. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of take Your downs. own crankiness. Yeah. Any, anything else about the. About that? No, you know, I think it's. Um, it, 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 it's all pretty straightforward. Yeah. There's, uh, it's just, it's, it's shocking. And the, the, once the designers all go backstage, they're all like, yeah, they went after it. Whoa. Oh yeah. Yeah. Michael Drummond is really upset. Um, I'm surprised. But, but I'm surprised that Ari was not crying. That's why I was like, she handled this like incredibly well. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, and also I, but that's another thing where I feel like, clearly Ari is able to absorb difficult people because of the way that she's dealt with Gretchen as well. Mm-hmm. Gretchen, you know, with a very dominant domineering um, personality and talking that whole thing, you know, episodes ago where she's talking over her and Gretchen's talking over Ari. And um, even with this, where I'm like, this was unwarranted how ridiculously disrespectful they were. And she was just like, yeah, you know, at the end of the day, what I'm holding on to is that it was very me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think mm-hmm. that's that's like a credit to Tim. Yeah. I would have loved to know what Tim thought about this, this whole runway. I would love for Tim to come in and like give the give the judges a talking to. Yeah. But um, they pummeled those designers. So, yeah. Yeah. No, it was really, really rough. All right. Well, there's not much else to say about the judging, the deliberation section 
Mm-hmm. Other than that, um, they're no longer calling Ivy just a seamstress anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess that's that's the best. That's like really the best thing that came out of that deliberation is Nina Garcia being like, this is the best and most polished look I've ever seen from Ivy. Don't forget that crazy printed pan that we saw episode one, because I think Nina right. Garcia has been out for art for Ivy uh, since episode yeah. one, which is fair. Fair. That was a terrible. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, um, well, uh, who uh, is the winner of this episode, Nayland? Well, it is Mondo. Of course. <laughs> and and uh, and even like uh, there's no so and so you're safe, etc. There like. Heidi's just like, Mondo, you're the clear winner. Boom. Yeah. Yes. And everyone else is just like, am I on the top? Am I on the bottom? Like, even Christopher is like, am I safe? <laughs> and, um, and who goes home? Ah, oh, man. Ernest. It is Michael Drummond. So it's between Valerie and Michael D. And yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. So it's Michael. Michael's time to go. And uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, it, it is, it is. Uh, there's another. There's a couple more people <laughs> who could go. Who could go? That Ernest is ready. I'm ready. <laughs> See less of. <laughs> ready. So there, yeah. I mean, yeah, and and uh, Michael D takes it all in, in good spirits. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, um, I'm, I'm, I'm actually really sad that I, cause I, I'm going to miss, um, uh, Tim and Michael D's back and forths. Cause I think that mm-hmm. Tim generally really likes Michael D. So, yeah. So, yeah. Right. Well, that's, that's all I have to say about this episode. Yeah, no, that's it. It's not, there was not like major drama there's things sort of percolating along but like as i said i definitely felt like this is sort of the season eight that i remember of like mondo doing something kind of amazing Mm -hmm. gretchen being irritating Mm -hmm. you know a bunch of other folks sort of circulating around yeah waiting to be chopped (laughs) yeah (laughs) like it's yeah yeah that's right It, it feels very much kind of yeah like like how I remembered it. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Um. Well, Nayland. Uh, yes. Any other anything to share with the listeners, and can you remind them how to find you? <laughs> sure. Um. I uh, uh. I don't have anything coming up publicly. Um. Anytime soon. But um, if you want to keep up with what I'm doing, you can find me on Twitter um, at, at Nayland Blake. Um, you can go to my website, which is NaylandBlake.net. And if you uh, go to uh, um, Instagram, uh, which is um, Nayland W. Blake, you will find um my final instagram post which will point you towards my 
um, towards my website. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let me just say, like, if you're somebody who I know, I, I who um, we have kind of like a back and forth on, or had a back and forth on Instagram, um, please reach out to my uh, my other email. That's that's um, that you can find um, via the website and say howdy, so we can Yay. keep in touch. <laughs> yes, please keep in touch. Because it, it's not you, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> and Ernest, what's going on with you? Yeah, well, uh, today is the day after my birthday, so yes. Yay! Um, I, you know, I, I had an outerwear and outerwear day yesterday on my birthday. <laughs> Wear my jacket. Anyway, um, yeah, that's mostly what I want to share. And um, mm-hmm. you can find me also on the interwebs, um, uh, and also on my website, ernestdavis.com. And yeah, like nothing else to share publicly at the moment. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, but um, oh my gosh, it's it's feeling like summer in new york which is really strange um hoping that you guys are enjoying yourselves or able to enjoy yourselves and you know safely as you know as safe as you prefer because that's becoming Mm -hmm. more and more of a reality every day like you have to kind of make your own decisions on how to take care of yourselves um yes we're still in this pandemic um so yeah that's my hope for you all and uh yeah you do not have to get back to normal no. if normal sucked. Exactly. Like, your normal is your normal. <laughs> Don't yes. feel pressure to do whatever, you know, we're being uh, expected to do faster than you feel comfortable with. Um, so mm-hmm. like, that's, like, that's one of the things that, that's kind of getting really, really difficult, um, especially being in a city where we were, you know, greatly, greatly affected by this pandemic. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so um, hope, but hopefully you guys are taking care and doing okay. And again, please send in your notes and your thoughts because uh, we love hearing them. And um, I guess until next time, then we'll both say goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.